Hi, everyone, and thanks for stopping by this week's episode of 40 Cray. This is your faithful co-host, Ben, delivering just a quick announcement before we dive into the actual episode here. We're on YouTube now. That's right. If you go online and check out the world's number one video streaming platform, you can find a channel for the 40 Cray podcast. There's a link in the comments below, and it's worth noting here because the podcast version of this episode is going to be a bit truncated versus what you can find on YouTube. That's because Tom and I did a step-by-step breakdown of all of the new death core of Krieg models, the new orc models, and the implications of the Octarius announcement for Kill Team's future. Again, you'll get a decent amount of that here, but if you want the full coverage, including our breakdown with some visual elements, check us out on YouTube. With that, enjoy the show! Hi, and welcome to 40 Cray, the podcast by three 30-something guys whose adult lives and responsibilities haven't yet eclipsed their zeal for stupid nerdy shit, from Warhammer to video games to flavors of Pringles and how they combine with each other. If it's your fandom, wear your tandem. How the hell are you doing, Tom? I'm doing A-OK. How about you? I Sure. What, what? that's not a real question nobody wants to hear how we're doing nobody cares <laughs> how you doing Tom? To yeah, yeah. shut the fuck up uh dude so much warhammer content right Big and like today. yeah it's, it's some good shit yeah makes me happy we have a podcast we get to talk about stuff and react to it and nobody hears it anyway both of our listeners. Yeah, both of our listeners. Our significant others don't even listen, I don't think. <laughs> but why would we subject them to that kind of torture anyway? The one person in Guam and the one person in... Uh, Jordan. We had one Jordan. in Jordan, France. Yeah. Internet man, you get people from all over. Anyway, Tom, let's do a quick quick drink check. What are you drinking tonight? Absolutely nothing. Oh, well, that's different. Uh, yeah, I've I've been grilling all day, uh, and I need a, a, a fair amount of grill juice, <laughs> as I as I call it, to make it through that. So I'm fresh out at the moment. Okay, but you you drank earlier, and you I, ate a, hot dogs or hamburgers or both. Hot dogs, hamburgers. Uh, I had a steak on the grill, uh, and. I had a rack of ribs smoking for about six hours. Yeah, I didn't have any of that. I just ate some leftover guacamole that was kind of brown. <laughs> I need to get my shit together. Well, that's awesome. I uh, Because I'm always, you know, like admiring your beer selection. I actually have two kind of cool ones today. This is uh, a raspberry. I think this is reversed, isn't it? <laughs> no, All right. Well, it's it's Crush Raspberry Sour by 100 Barrel Brewing Company. It's pretty good. I like sours, I guess, <laughs> you know, if I got to. And then this is this is actually really good. This is an Imperial Cider, Schilling, Hard Cider, Excelsior, really good. 8.5% alcohol. Imperial means higher alcohol content. Yeah, actually, so there's the Warhammer reference. This is the, this is the cider that like a uh, a Death Quarter Creek guy would drink, I guess. I wonder if you can Speaking make booze. Yeah, I was, well, I was just thinking though, can you make booze out of corpse starch? Do you think? It depends how much sugar is in corpse starch. 
<laughs> corpse liquor. All right, moving on. <laughs> so, dude, a huge amount of stuff happened, and we're actually going to have show and tell. I'm going to show it on the screen in a sec. But first, like, what happened today? Big, big preview. Yeah. The Octarius. Uh, whatnot. Which, which <laughs> I, you know, Octarius sounds. Octarius sounds like eight something. Yeah. But tight. Sweet. Uh, just as a high level, we got the head uh, heads up. There's going to be a new kill team format. They're doing a new box set that's going to be one of our longest awaited plastic sets, Deathcore Krieg. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's favorite Imperial Guard group that may or may not be loosely based on German World War one or two one. soldiers. Was it one? One, yeah. Good. Okay. I feel less bad then. <laughs> and as a, a whole bunch of orcs. Yeah. So let's. The new uh, Beast Mega plan, right? I want to snag us some beasts. All right, so I'm showing I'm showing my screen now. Whoa! Yeah, I know we're in the, the new age. Let's let's start at the top. Look at that little motherfucker. <laughs> he's got a he's got a metal claw hand. That's awesome. Look at all the medals. Oh, there's right. another guy mm -hmm. doing stuff. The thing about the preview video, uh, there, there wasn't enough shovels for my liking. Enough what? Shovels. Oh, yeah, yeah. We talked about the fact that shovels are like the best part of Krieg, right? Yeah. They have a penchant for uh, digging trenches and uh, beating people to death with their shovel, if it comes to it. I, I would say yes. <laughs> I'm, trying to, I'm trying to think of like how to organize this because I have so many thoughts. It's like the Three Stooges syndrome where everybody's trying to get out the door at the same time and they're all stuck. <laughs> So, so you just got to spin in a circle on the floor. Well, let's, why don't we do this? Let's start okay. with the reaction to the models. And then you and I can talk a little bit about the implications for Kill Team, which is like where we started, you know, our, our hobby a couple of years ago. Mm -hmm. All right. So I'm gonna, here's Octarius, right? They, did you see the, um, the cinematic, like two minute movie they did? Yes. That was pretty tight too, I thought. With the trying to blow up the, yeah. the whatnot. And, you know, just like a Krieger to set up the detonator so close to the explosion that it would take them out themselves out. Of course. That at the end there, yeah. Which, yeah, it was totally fitting. It was super brutal. Uh, I really liked it. And I, it spoke to me like all this animation that they got coming out for Warhammer Plus. It could be really rad. Yeah. The models are super cool. Models are good. The terrain is awesome. The terrain is cool. All right, so let's let's actually break it down a little bit. First of all, if you see it, it actually so this is the whole episode playset, and then I felt even more of a loser than usual. But that's first of all, it's cool because it's not imperial terrain. Yeah. When was the last time we got some non? Well, we get you get like the the, the planet flora and fauna stuff, but you don't get so like it. It does kind of look like an orcified. Um, Mechanicus building. Do I, <laughs> Do I have any of the terrain here? So you think they just put a skin on the Mechanicus stuff? <laughs> Games Workshop! <laughs> no, just... <laughs> I don't know where my box of terrain is. They well, know, like, can you can you loot a building? <laughs> <laughs> you can you can like take it as scrap. I don't. I mean. Look, even if there's a little bit of like underlying, 
you know, other influences. There's, mm -hmm. you get a couple, let's see, like, it looks like this whole area here mm -hmm. is multi-level. You get a multi-level thing here and here. I, I mean, whenever you have verticality and kill team, it's so much more fun. Mm -hmm. I'm, I think it looks super cool. And I'm excited to actually paint some orky stuff because it's, you can pretty much do whatever you want with it. And it doesn't have to look good because the orcs are, it's not are painting to. it themselves. Yeah. Awesome. Let's look at these models. I, you and I have talked before about Deathcore. Mm -hmm. I have a uh, Imperial Guard group and I specifically bought helmeted faces because I love Deathcore and I was trying to pretend they were Deathcore. Mm -hmm. This is so much better. <laughs> you know, it's everything. The, the, the masks and helmets and, and the trench coats and everything. And for, for those that don't know, so the Death Corps story is they're from this, this place, Krieg, this planet that at some point rebelled and was going to be exterminatist. And I think there was a small group of diehard loyalist pro-emperor people that fought back. And as a result, the Inquisition decided not to destroy the planet, but in shame and penance that basically everyone born in Krieg is put directly into the military industrial complex with the idea that if they gloriously die for the emperor, they can redeem their planet. I think it was semi-exterminatist and it was left like a radi radiated wasteland. Yeah. So they have to wear the masks. And actually, I think, didn't we talk in a previous episode, like the headcanon somebody had was that these, they actually could be like 16 year olds. Like we don't know. Yeah, yeah they're adolescent. But just a couple of things, like the detail's awesome. So we get like a rosary here mm. and he's reading from some kind of book. Uh, obviously these are painted way better than I'll be able to paint them. Um, I like that they have an interesting group of bayonets. So here he's got like the knuckle duster on the bayonet. Um, you can see obviously their, their gas masks harken back to that kind of like World War I where you had a box on your torso. Some, some kind of leader guy. He's got a sword, but it looks like a power sword plasma pistol this is the guy from the video with the the bomb right cool skull face what the <laughs> hell is this the looks, he's the medic right yeah yeah so it looks like he's got like a narcissium equivalent <laughs> and some kind of syringe maybe and then uh what is this is that a flare gun maybe comes oh he you're right. Antenna. He has a comms thing. Because this is, you, you mentioned this is going to be specifically tailored to kill team. Yes. So maybe, and I like it, there's maybe another command choice. This could be a power fist or just a bionics, but the medals yeah. would indicate at mm -hmm. least he's a veteran. Right. Uh, so it makes sense if he's a comms guy, maybe it's a flare and that ties into a mission objective. So one thing that I'd love to get your take on folks in reddit were pointing out if these models are very specifically specialized so for example this is probably not something you're going to have in a typical 40k army does right. that mean from now on kill team is going the way of Warcry, where you have box sets specifically for kill team that you can use in 40k but it's harder to take your 40k models and use them in kill team i think i think that's how Warcry started you know, the box set with the golems and the, the what else uh, the other one <laughs> um but thinking back like once they expanded warcry a little bit and you know they included daughters of cain uh you know you can just pick up a box of melisai or, or you know just take them from your full-size aos army and use them in on your warcry 
uh, uh, warband. So I don't think it's, you know, that limited anymore. It definitely was to start, but I don't think uh, it's a, there's a little more freedom now, I think. So, this so remind, yeah. No, you go first. What this reminded me more of was the Elysidian Star Striders. You know, how you had a very specific squad yeah. that you could only use in Kill Team. It's like you had to have like the dog, uh, Maximilian, and you had to have the, the right. leader guy. Yeah. So this guy with, you know, pointing the sword is this specific guy, you know, he yeah. does this in Kill Team. And he, you know, they probably wouldn't port as well. One thing, I thought this was a grenade. Could be a mace. But it looks because this is a normal, like a, a non-stick oh, yeah. stick grenade, so maybe it's Pineapple a bit. But yeah, no, I think your point is is a really good one. Like maybe Warcry started that way, but they made it pretty interchangeable, and they they kind of have to because there's obviously commercial value in allowing people to go both ways. Because you know mm -hmm. you'll start collecting a small team, and then you know for Warcry or for Kill Team, and then grow it into an army like both of us have. <laughs> Um, one other thing, it, somewhere it mentioned that there's a lot of customizability and mm -hmm. at the very least, I hope we get some skins and some heads and some guns and stuff for a broader IG army. Cause I would love to have a militar death core. I mean, I love death core. Yeah. All right. So out of 10, what would you give these guys? Uh, but on what, uh, what scale? <laughs> I, I, hadn't, I hadn't thought cool. it through just, cool just how your general pleasure rating the, the <laughs> slanesh match like how pleasurable is it to think about these guys uh, i think it's cool that uh, the death core are getting love i don't know if it's going to lead to a larger release uh, but oh so you're cool. saying your slanesh rating might not lead to a release exactly got it they're edging <laughs> okay moving on uh all right i i'd give them a nine like i need more shovels yeah. but i'm just really excited that there's plastic creed guys and they look pretty tight yeah, super cool that they're getting acknowledged um yeah. i hope it's more than just this and and this is another thing where we've talked about right like they took the death core of krieg off of forge world and didn't say anything yeah and then ebay like on craigslist right now where i live there's some guy trying to sell his death core stuff for like two grand <laughs> if they had just said hey these are going away for a while we're working on a plastic kit that's a good deal <laughs> what, what two grand to serve the emperor yeah but you, you know what i mean like we've talked in the past about like games workshop doesn't really telegraph what it's doing mm -hmm. it'll just pull stuff down or just not respond to hey we're not creating any new xenos then it's like oh actually here's fifty thousand orc models <laughs> yeah and when they took the the death core down you know we had no reason to believe it was any different than you know any of the other ig regimens before them you know so in some, I don't know, man, like I'm super excited about the new kill team and the new models. Yeah. I just really hope they don't mess us up and only release like five box sets for, you know, each store and then you can't get right. a hold of one. Yeah, I was thinking when did Indominus come out, right? It was January, December, January. Oh, uh... Well, it came out last year. I remember it was in 2020 because my brother bought it in like August or September. Mm -hmm. So who knows? Well, when did when did the, the the kill team rules 
for the new oh for the for the necrons and stuff uh, that was that was january yeah so So kill team that was the last big kill team release so every six months yeah if we get something that's cool you know (laughs) at least we're getting something we got one annual yeah it was the the (laughs) annual which implies you're going to do more than one it's like yeah. first annual competition and that was the only one you've ever done that it's not why annual. Why, you just why they're putting the year on it yeah the kill team <laughs> annual 2019 although that goes to show they had a different plan for it that they must have changed yeah then covid hit and yeah got shit. so all in all i'd say yeah excited just just make sure there's enough for everybody yeah any other parting thoughts? I had one more thing I wanted to cover today that I alluded to you before we got on. Mm-hmm. Parting thoughts on the on the the new releases, the Octarius. Octa- what is it? Octarius? Octarius. Yeah. Octarius. Whatever. Yeah. It's all heavily Latin influence. It's, 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 it's Octarius. All right. Octarius. All right. Any any thoughts on Octarius before we uh, switch to one more topic, real quick? Uh. No, I mean, I'll, I'll probably end up buying it. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, if I can get a hold of one, I'm definitely buying it. On eBay. Friendly local gaming store, 15% discount. Um, yeah, or if it's eBay, 500% increase. So, so the other thing I wanted to mention real quick, you know, we, we love a lot of, as we say, if it's your fandom, we're your tandem. And there are a lot of fun kind of hobby things that we enjoy. A big one has always been wrestling. Mm-hmm. And another big one has always been video games. And I was really excited when I saw a few posts on Reddit this past week that wrestling fans are waging a secret nerd war on live television that people have only started to pick up on recently. Mm-hmm. It's been going on for years. Apparently. Had you heard about this until this week? No, this, this was new to me. And so, so apparently people will go to wrestling shows <laughs> with signs. Like everybody has signs. A lot of people have signs at wrestling events. They'll be like, oh, you know, Austin 316. That's how that got right. big. Some people have signs that they've been displaying that specifically call out video games they like or don't like. And in this case, we're going to the pinnacle of nerddom, RPGs, old school RPGs. <laughs> apparently one group of people started portraying signs or bringing signs that said final fantasy 8 is filth it's garbage it's trash and other people supporting final fantasy 8 other other people supporting other final fantasies Mm -hmm. i think this is hilarious (laughs) i love this you go to a wrestling event hoping you get on camera in the background with a sign that just trolls some other fan group (laughs) it's great Making no com- his way to the ring. <laughs> Squall Leonhart. <laughs> Protagonist of Final Fantasy VIII. You, you might know him for being five foot six and kind of annoying. For, for the record, 40 Cray Podcasts, official position, I think, right, Tom, is that Final Fantasy VI was the best Final Fantasy followed by Final Fantasy VII. Yes. Uh, there, is a, there is a sign. Uh, Final Fantasy VI is GOAT. Somebody did have that sign, I remember, in the article. 
that that I I also think Chrono Trigger is is kind of in that same. It's obviously not a Final Fantasy, but it was a lot of the same people. Mm-hmm. But six was so good, <laughs> and uh, also eight was trash. Oh, so so eight. So if, if you're listening to this and you're a Warhammer fan, you're like, what are these guys prattling on about? Final Fantasy super japanese it's like one of the epitome of japanese games and it took a little while to catch on to the u.s because it's very methodical and there's a lot of investment of time and a lot of story and the old school final fantasies were very story driven had a ton of characters and would take 40 to 80 hours to beat that's still true for the most part but they've, they've kind of gone in some different directions we won't go too much into that i don't think but final fantasy 8 even as a kid, this came out, I think, time when you and I were like 13 or 12 or 14 or something, between 12 and 14. Yeah. Like, like 99, 2000. Mm-hmm. And it was a four, you had, it was a PlayStation 1 game that came with four CDs because it was so long. I never got through the third CD. Because <laughs> you have all these different characters that find each other along the way and they have intervening story arcs. And then at some point you find out that they all have amnesia and secretly we're all orphans at the same orphanage. And as a kid, I was like, this is fucking stupid. I turned off the PlayStation and put it in the case and never played it again. Um, Yeah, a couple of things. Uh, The the big argument for why Final Fantasy VIII is uh, underrated, I think, is the fans. Uh, I think one of their major points of contention is that it was being directly compared to Final Fantasy VII. Uh, so people kind of had that mindset. Uh, and, you know, it might not have lived up to seven, but it was a good game, you know, in itself. Uh, so I objectively played Final Fantasy VIII again with that in mind to totally eliminate all preconceived notions. And no, it's still a fucking garbage game. <laughs> <laughs> unexpected so so to, and i don't want to go we could talk about this for 45 minutes we're already going along here final fantasy 6 has an amazing story and amazing characters and and like the, the music is also phenomenal there's a lot of fun things in there final fantasy 7 i've i've replayed it recently it's not as good as i remember as a kid maybe that's in part just because it's aged a bit some of the mechanics are kind of old but you still have really compelling characters and there's a lot of interesting ideas in it I, I don't think it's as good as I remember as a kid. Six is actually better than I remember as a kid because a lot of these nuances for characters, as an adult, I can now understand a little bit better. Eight, there were a lot of fun mechanics. There was a in-game, there was a little card game. You, you collected cards in-game and you could play like poker, like a fantasy poker with other people. That was actually kind of fun. That was, uh, I think, the best redeeming quality Final Fantasy VIII had was the, that card game was... Triple Triad. Triple Triad, yes. That was the best distraction side quest game <laughs> out of any. Because they, they did that a lot. You know, Sphere Break in, in the later games. You know, they did that a lot. And I think 8 had the best one. But, but beyond that, the characters weren't particularly memorable mm-hmm. or interesting. The music was, was good, but it didn't get stuck in your head. And then you have dreams about it 30 years later, like I have. Like I had a dream in Final Fantasy VI music the other day. I woke up and had to listen to the soundtrack. So we get out of my head. Um, the, the fighting was fun. But again, like that's all I remember is like the fighting in the card game. Six, I remember every single character and their backstory because I was attached to all of them. And seven, I remember how I felt when I played it because it was so 
mind-numbing at the time in 1997 when it came out there were mini games which again are really boring now but they were huge back then it was so you know distinct and interesting cutscenes, graphics uh themes of death and permanence crazy final fantasy 8 is is garbage i'm sorry uh, there there is a trope i wish i could remember it some hi, something hydra or something but and I think the Adventure Zone, the very first arc they did with the Voidfish, uh, uses this uh, mechanic where um, all of the all of the characters already know each other, but they don't remember that they know each other. Yeah, uh, that's you know that's a commonly done thing, and I don't think Eight did it very well. <laughs> I, I agree with you. There, I actually thought Adventure Zone crushed it. Yeah, that was an that was an amazing. Uh, story arc we should try to get those guys on here yeah the McElroys. all right well we've we've gone on long enough you know what we're passionate about stuff that doesn't matter whatsoever but thank you very much for watching we always joke about not having a lot of fans but we just appreciate you being there um we're also really happy to talk about anything you like <laughs> you know tom and i grew up uh, on the fringes of society trying to find our niche so if you find yourself there and you're like hey i love this thing let us know and it just means that each of you get a larger share of our love. It's true. Oh, that was actually kind of touching. I thought you were Kim Tom. So reach out you to us. To share it. You don't have to share it. There's enough love to go around. You can see Tom and I have so much love in our hearts. The more you know. Tell us what you want us to talk about. Um, anything from I don't uh, My Little Pony. I don't know. It's a it's a good show. I'm not a brony, but it's fine. Mm -hmm to x-men i fucking love x-men chef boyardee shapes delicious scrumptious little meatballs um yum can't get enough let us know mash like and subscribe put some comments and tell us what you're thinking about as always you know we do this because we just love talking about this stuff so we hope to hear from you uh as always uh good fight good night suck it you go to space camp Fabulous Puerto Vallarta, Mexico. That's the one I always wait for. Once we've hit Puerto Vallarta, Mexico, I'm like, okay, we can stop. Then, then you do the the outro music. Ba, 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 ba. By the way, guys, these are all things in the 90s that were big on TV when they would like leave. Film the Purple Lives TV to your audience. Yeah. Every game show, you know, the, the grand prize was a trip to Mexico. <laughs> Void where prohibited. Only offered in the 48 contiguous United States. Must be able to an 18 year old to purchase. Never is not necessary. Go to the outside, but ask your parents first before you go on. Really fast talker. Wog. Ah! And transmission. That's the default. Though.